So you're confused about program design, all these words, mesocycles, testing weeks, periodization, progressive overload, supercompensation. I remember being there, it is a very confusing thing. And in this episode, we are gonna debunk it all for you and teach you what you need to know in order to get real results. Stick around. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmaster. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unify Movement System, where we take driven people and turn them into superhumans. Now, the way that we get such astonishing results with our members is that we've created a program that has a perfect balance between strength and flexibility. If you wanna know how we do that, the best way to get started is to download one of the free blueprints. We've got the flexibility, the strength, and the nutrition blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video for you. Um, as always, I'm joined by Phil White, our resident physiotherapist. How are you, Phil? Yeah, good. Ready for another week. And um, yeah, I think this is a, a topic that I really like as I've kind of gone on bef before quite a lot is I, I really think that words are important and, and mm. understanding kind of what these word means just um, really, yeah, yeah, empowers people to kind of be able to take the control of what they're doing. So I think yeah. it's a really good yeah. topic to yeah get on top of some of these confusing uh, yeah I, I agree so I, I'm gonna get straight into this so that for those of you, you that are watching we uh, you know we don't keep you guessing with what this is about so uh, today we've had well over the weekend we had a question from one of our UMS online coaching members Craig Jenkins he said uh, rad I'm in the deload week of phase three of the UMS foundation program I hear a lot about mesocycles and testing weeks but have seen none of that sort of thing so far uh, and rad I think you told me before that it comes up in phase four is it possible that you you could uh, review, uh, please give me a quick overview of the whole foundation course around what it is primed to do and what happens through the phases and on into phase four, then phase five. It might help with those who haven't started it yet too, or looking to get into it, but also just help me who is a big picture type of guy. I'm sure uh, it's in the video in the course somewhere. I just haven't found it or can't remember it. So it's an awesome question. It really is because the the UMS program uh, is a very comprehensive program, which means we've made it as simple and as done for you as possible, but there is an aspect to it that is that can be overwhelming for people because there's just so much involved in it. We really wanted it to be able to keep people occupied for years and years and years with the training. We didn't want something that you know would only be good for people for three months or six months and then they'd be looking for the next thing um, because it takes a long time to, to create a superhuman transformation. So, um, and especially because it goes off in so many directions, like you can, what I really love about it is you can be quite modular. The things that you're really keen on and, and really aligned with your goals, if you want to go down the calisthenics, you can, you can take it there. If, or yeah. if you want to go down the, you know, more of the strength sort of side of things or the flexibility side of things, you can also go there. So, um, there is so much on there because we're trying to, you know, really. Yeah, we're trying to give people a path to progression, exactly, yeah. and um, and it's the, the the reason why it's like that is because of Yanni, Richard, and me, the three of us, you know, and you as well, Phil, of course. Um, we have different tastes and we have different things that we want to do. And so there was no one person that was just saying, oh, this is the way that the program's going to be done. There was always someone else going, oh, hang on a minute, let's pull it back a bit this way. It's going too far down that road. So yeah, there's a lot to, lot to learn, a lot to wrap your head around. Um, the first thing that I want to say before I get right into this is the people that are in the UMS online coaching program, you are now starting a new mesocycle. You should have just finished your testing week. And if you haven't, Craig, for you, if you're about to do testing week, don't worry, get it done, jump in the cycle, 
or you'll be a week behind everyone. It's all good. It'll only happen for one cycle. Uh, we're doing strength this mesocycle, which means that for this week, week one, we're going to do accumulation training. Uh, so we're going to be doing sets of eight to 10 reps, really trying to get a lot of fatigue in the muscles. Then for the next four weeks, we're going to be doing intensification training, which means uh, we're actually going to do uh, wave loading for this uh, for these next four weeks. So you're going to do for five sets, you're going to do two sets of five reps, two sets of three reps, then two, then one set of two reps, meaning that the weight goes up with each uh, with each set. Um, and we're going to have some fun with that. We'll talk about that more yeah, later I'm on this week. hearing a lot of jargon here that I'm ready to unpack. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, for those of you that don't understand this stuff, you will have heard me just say a lot of stuff that goes, oh, my God. So let's get into this question because then we've had a couple of follow-on questions that we need to answer as well. So... First thing is, I want to clarify the difference between the foundations program and the progressions program. It's really important that we, you know, draw a line down the middle so you understand what's the progressions program, what's the foundations program, how do they link together, are they different, are they the same, are they part of the same thing? Firstly, they are absolutely part of the same system. They are very much tied together. And the foundations program is not a beginner program. That is not what it is. Um, we have people that are very, very advanced that have been training for 15 years that do that foundations program and get amazing results with it. The idea is, is that it lays down a solid foundation for you to be able to build on. That's why it's called the foundations program. The progressions program is called the progressions program because you progress. You continually progress to harder, more challenging, progressions. Now, in a one way to say it, I'm not I'm not saying this is how it is, but it, it's it's widely accepted that the most effective way to get super strong is with bilateral movements, meaning barbells, um, primarily barbells or calisthenics movements that use both uh, limbs together. So a bilateral movement means both legs or both arms are pushing the same weight at the same time. So uh, a barbell back squat is a bilateral movement, whereas a pistol squat is a unilateral movement. Um, it's been, as to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, Yanni or Phil, it's been proven pretty much um, like uh, unanimously proven across the world that bilateral movements make you stronger than unilateral movements if you're talking about force production, your ability to uh, to exert force. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about the, the components that make you strong, it's all about, you know, getting kind of the rep ranges right and the intensity right. And it's really hard to do if you've got a movement like a pistol squat where you've got a balance component and you've got all these other components that detract from your ability to just produce force against a, a, yeah. a thing. So. Um, I'm pretty sure Yanni um, was telling me, Yanni's just up at his computer there behind the camera, um, that about about 10 or 15 years ago, there was a really big debate in the in the whole fitness industry and the strength and conditioning world where, you know, there were people that were trying to prove that the best way for a, um, you know, a golfer to get better at golf was to do these cable machine movements that were mimicking a golf swing and same with like tennis players and it was proven that the best way to make any athlete stronger is to is to produce raw strength like squats yeah, so that's, deadlifts, a, that's a pretty benches. different sort of thing that's that's adding uh, I guess resistance to skill based movements and that was shown to be really bad for skill performance and, and, and learning because you've you know, with a golf swing, there's swing. There's so many variables, and you get mm -hmm. really used to. You know, even your set of clubs will have like a certain weight to it. That mm -hmm. um, when you're producing that really fine skill, same with tennis rackets, like you need that kind of control. And when you start adding resistance to that, like it, it just totally throws everything off. So mm -hmm. when you're looking at raw strength production, it's definitely a good idea to use these bilateral movements in the gym um, as like your kind of foundation. Um, you know, getting a really strong base, and then like transferring that strength to a skill. Yep. Cool. 
So the progressions program in the UMS focuses primarily on bilateral movements because we want to make you as strong as possible and um, except for maybe like a one-arm pull-up and maybe a one-handed handstand, there are few calisthenics movements that are unilateral. Most of them are bilateral. So when we get into the progressions program, we focus on raw strength movements from weightlifting and calisthenics to make you as strong as possible and to learn some really cool bodyweight skills. Um, the program itself is done is is created individually on a custom on a uh, sorry customized on an individual level through a process that we have called testing week structural balance testing where we do a whole week of testing and the idea of the testing shows imbalances in the body and the and that week will tell you if you need to focus on back squatting or front squatting or um, single leg squatting like a split squat or if you need to focus on uh, bench pressing or incline bench pressing or dumbbell pressing it it's going to give you all this data and then you create your program. So that in itself is a quite a complex process and something that can really overwhelm people. So um, progressions program, where we want everybody to go, will make you stronger, is a customized program but requires a lot of buy-in to create it. So back to the foundations program. What Yanni and I have learned over decades, literally uh, 16 years in the fitness industry and then having our findings our beliefs, our learnings confirmed by Phil, um, a physiotherapist and somebody who studied uh, exercise and sports science, is that when you're doing unilateral movements, the idea of doing unilateral movements for us, which is what the foundations program is about, is to create structural balance in the body from left to right side. And a lot of people need this. There's a lot of people that have bad imbalances. You know, the, their posture is twisted, they're um, glute dominant on the right leg, and they've got, um, you know, muscle atrophy in the left glute. There's all these different things going on. And just on that I one feel. thing to um, point out with that, that doesn't necessarily, if you do have those things, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be in pain or you're going to be like, uh, you know, crippled or anything, but it like humans develop in a, in an asymmetrical way and that's, that's fine. So if you do start to find that you've got these sort of structural um, balance changes and like, don't freak out and think it's a dissonance, but it definitely will be a limit to your progression long-term in terms of your, you know, athletic and strength um, sort of development. So that's why it's like really important to identify these things, but not to take it on as some like, you know, oh, I'm crippled. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's just to identify and then be able to build up that foundation so that when you get to those points would otherwise be a plateau because of a limitation in a, in a in that kind of chain, you now have, you know, you're strengthening up those weak points in the chain so then you can progress further. So yeah. if you do find changes, don't stress. It's normal. You're human. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, but yeah, it's yeah, important absolutely. to identify and, yeah. and, and build them up. Yeah. And in our experience, um, unilateral imbalances from left side to right side. So your, you know, your right shoulder is way stronger than the left shoulder because you've played tennis all your life and now you start doing weightlifting. Um, if that goes unchecked and you're doing bilateral movements, what happens is if, if you think about the logistics of it, if both arms are moving a barbell for 10 reps and in the last two reps you start to experience muscle failure, if this side is stronger than this side, it makes sense that this side is going to fatigue on that same weight before this side, which means those last couple of reps are primarily being lifted by the stronger side. And guess what? That strength imbalance is going to grow over time. And that can become a real problem. When you do a unilateral movement, meaning that you do exactly the same movement in, um, you know, physiologically, what's happening in the body and the shoulder joint and the elbow joint, but with dumbbells, it's impossible for that to happen. One arm cannot take over for the other arm. So they're both individually lifting the same amount of 
of weight. And what you often find is you'll find that the weaker arm will fatigue and the stronger arm could keep going, but you stop at that point. And over time, what'll happen is that that imbalance corrects itself. So the whole foundations program was designed to correct these imbalances. And we, after talking to Phil, after talking to, after learning from so many people that, are, that have, you know, a, a much greater level of education than Yanni and I do, what we learned is that there's only so many ways to skin a cat. And there is, you know, I'm doing this in quotation marks for those of you on the podcast. There is the perfect program. I'm not going to put my name to that and say, you know, there's nothing better than what we do. But there is a program that we've created that really ticks the majority of boxes that people need to tackle all the joints in the body uh, and, and create uh, a level of balance in them. And that's what the foundations program does. So for that reason, we don't have a testing process for the foundations program. We wanted to make it simple so that somebody that joined in, it's complicated enough. It's, it, there's, there's more involved in it than most workout programs. And some people still get overwhelmed just with the fact that they have to do strength and flexibility and they've got to try and fit it into the one workout. So we wanted to make it as simple as possible. So there was no testing process. There's just phase one, two, and three. Um, that would fix most people's imbalances and get them ready for the progressions. Program. Yeah, I think just on that word of like a, a the perfect program, I think um, it's, it's one of those things I'm sure you've realized as you've you know been training people that you come up with something that you're like, here, here is this perfect thing for you. Mm. But if people don't do it, it's not a perfect program. That's exactly and so right. it's a really important thing with the foundations program is so many people who have had training experience and, you know, maybe get attracted to um, the gym because of, you know, the calisthenic side of things or they really, you know, love the flexibility and weightlifting and then they get presented with this foundations program. I know that a lot of people kind of balk at it and couldn't stand the idea of doing that sort of, you know, 12, six weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is on doing that. So I think... Mm. Even um, nine, nine to 18 weeks we recommend because there's yeah. three phases and we recommend that each person does each phase for between three and six weeks. So, yeah. and I, man, I couldn't agree more and I'm really glad that you said that you, you can finish if you had anything else you want to tell. Well, I mean, I, it's just so such a common thing with physio as well where you're like, hey, I know, you know, here's a pretty good idea of what, what would help you. But like the, the human experience is like, it, it, yeah. it, it's all about, you know, like you, you need to be motivated. You need to be like in, enjoying what you do. So hopefully with us kind of explaining a bit more about it um, and, and all that's why we spend so much time on like the, the goal setting stuff with Yanni at the beginning of the year, really trying to get people to think about like what that kind of long-term thing is. Cause it's much, uh, you know, more appealing to engage in something like this when you see how it's building towards, you know, the, the bigger picture goals in the yep. future. So, um, yep. yeah, I totally understand it for people who have looked at it and been a bit like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why um, in the introduction video, I, I, I go through a, a detailed explanation of saying, you do not have to do the foundations program. It's not essential. You can move to the progressions program. It just depends on what your goals are, what you value and what you want to get out of it. Um, and I also make a point of saying the foundations program is not a beginner program because yeah, you're yeah. still doing uh, bench press and bent over row. The you're just doing it with dumbbells. Now, no one's telling you how much weight you have to lift. You can, I mean, I've, who's been training for 20 years can go and grab dumbbells and do a dumbbell chest press and kill myself, you know, just get a, a wicked workout from it. Yeah. So it's all just about load management as to whether or not it's going to be, um, you know, effective for you or not. Yeah. But the exercises in the foundations program inherently are low risk. They are a, a, a lower risk exercise than some of the, definitely than some of the calisthenics uh, movements, you know, where you're on rings and things like yeah. that. I think sometimes people put a bit like with the single leg as being like, you know, more low risk. Like I think, it, again, it comes down to how much you're loading it because I think, you know, when you're adding yeah. in balance components to mm -hmm. something like, 
you know, if people are going to go nuts in that and compared to someone who's doing a really, like, nice form, you know, deadlift or squat, mm-hmm. like, at a lower weight, like, I think it's, like, I, I agree that, like, it's, it's harder to, like, most people kind of won't do that, but I think kind of understanding that really the risk comes a lot more down to that sort of load management load rather management, than... Yeah. Yeah, rather than the movement. Yeah. Like, rather than yeah. movement, because when yeah. you're adding balance in, like, that can be really problematic yeah. for some people, so... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, let's... I'm, I'm just going to wrap up the clarification of what I've just said. So, the progressions program is where we want everybody to go. It's where, if you stay with the program long-term, it's where you're intended to go. It, it You can start there if you're not interested in doing a unilateral foundations program that's designed to create balance from left to right side of the body and correct any old issues. Um, but... We we do recommend that people do start in the foundations yeah, program. Start hitting plateaus or start getting, you know, aches and pains that when you're getting all the like ticking all the load management boxes and go go, go even back. if you've done the progressions <laughs> yeah. program for six months, go and do the foundations program. Just do it for nine weeks. Yeah. Do each phase only for three weeks each. And the longer you've been training for, the shorter the each phase in the foundations program should be. Like if you've been training for a really long time, you could get away with doing each phase for just three weeks. And if you're an absolute beginner, I would highly recommend that you do each phase for between six, maybe even in eight weeks um, it's all because it's all about learning the movement and you don't really want to go to the next phase if you're still struggling to balance on the current movement that you're on so um, there's the division between the foundations and the progressions program so let's get into the second part of this question which Craig's asked he said I've just I'm in the deload week of phase three for the UMS foundations program I hear a lot about mesocycles and testing weeks but have seen none of that sort of thing so far um, and you told me that it comes up in phase four Absolutely does. And in fact, after phase three, we don't call it phases anymore. You're just in the progressions program and you just, you're progressing. You're going to go through, you know, the whole program and keep getting better and better and better. The, the progressions program starts with a testing week. And if you just go to the progressions program in, in, in your portal, in the Thinkific portal, and just start from the top. Just set aside an hour and watch a couple of the videos. An hour should be enough for you to be able to watch everything that you'll need to get through testing week. Just watch the videos from the top. They're laid out in the exact order that you need to watch them. And you'll get to the point where you'll have watched all the testing week videos and you'll go, ah, okay, that's what I'm meant to do. And then you're going to print out your um, testing week calculator. The instructions are all there. I'm not going to go through what you need to do with it because the instructions are all there. And if you've got questions, ask in the group and I'll answer them. And then you'll do your testing week and the testing week will tell you what your program needs to be, the results of it. It's really simple. Um, just understand this, that the first couple of times you do testing week, you're not actually really gonna, actually I'll, I'll rephrase that. You're not going to get accurate results at all. In fact, it's more about just learning the movements. So don't be so concerned about doing the, um, uh, you know, like, what, for example, once you've done your flat bench press, you're meant to do your incline bench press at 85%. For the first time you do it, don't even worry about those numbers. Just do the movements and go through the whole week of, uh, you know, of what the movements are and, and just do the best you can do for like six reps and just do it like a circuit so you're learning the movements. The second time you do testing week, so six weeks later, you can actually do it properly. So the first phase that you'll do, you're, bas- you're just going to do the most basic versions of all the exercises. So in the horizontal push, you'll do a flat barbell bench press. In the horizontal pull, you'll do a barbell bent over row. It's, it's all listed in the program card. When you, when you uh, download it, there's a drop-down box, and if you just choose the progression that's at the top, that'll create the program for you. So then the next part of the question is um, on to mesocycles. What's a mesocycle? A mesocycle is a six-week programming block that um, ends with uh, the testing week slash deload week. So when you're training 
for a long time with us and you really know what you're doing and you're able to push yourself, you'll get to a point in week five where you'll start to feel really fatigued and you'll need to deload and testing week allows you to do that where you take a week where you're doing a lot less volume. So So maybe just to pause on on that word and why it's called a mesocycle, I think that's probably mm a, because probably would have been like, hey, I don't know. Yep. What does it mean? Lucky, so, lucky I've got Phil here, otherwise I wouldn't <laughs> stop. So, yeah. so well, we got micro, macro, and, and mesocycle. Yeah, yeah, micro, micro meso, being, and, mes- and macro. Yeah, so micro being the smallest, meso being kind of like medium, um, and then the and macro being, yeah, and macro being yeah. sort of big picture. Yeah. So if you think about, you know, uh, those old USB ports, you have the micro ones are the, the, the smaller, newer ones, and the macro ones are the bigger ones. Yep. There's never a, a meso uh, <laughs> USB. But, they uh, let us down. Know, they let us down. Yeah. So, so um, that idea of having, like, being able to chunk, so the cycle being, like, when you're, when you're training um, in the gym and when you're, you're trying to progress, like, it's so important to have structure to how you're doing it. If you just go to the gym and you just turn up and you, you know, kind of faff around and don't measure anything and um, don't change things and you'll 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 not progress so uh, the reason why it's in cycles so these these little programs is that you you're really focused on one thing you're really you know moving you know the the cycle where you're focusing on the strengths or the um, intensity uh, sorry intensity or the um, you know volume uh, like you're changing variables so that you're moving forward and so to, to make that a bit more um, uh, like easy to handle, you break it down into different chunks to really focus on those different uh, <clears throat> aspects. So a mesocycle is that six weeks of doing a certain thing for, mm-hmm. which is yep. a, you know, that time, that amount of weeks is not a mistake. Yep, absolutely. So it's six and weeks because. Yeah, oh, oh, no, okay. So six, so there's, there's, there's multiple ways <laughs> to do micro, meso and macro cycles. So another thing to add to what Phil said is that uh, a macro cycle is made up of multiple meso cycles and a meso cycle is made up of multiple micro cycles. You could do uh, meso cycles that go for four weeks and you could do meso cycles that go for eight weeks. A really good number is six weeks and what the reason why we settled on it is because we've tested it a lot. And what we found was that when we did shorter meso cycles of four weeks, people really didn't like that every fourth week they were forced to deload and do less work. That's not what most people come to the gym for. Uh, and we believe that longer than six weeks is just a little bit too long uh, between testing, uh, a little bit too long of doing the same thing. So six weeks is a really sweet and a bit spot. too long for deload as well. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So at the most basic level, the only thing that we want you to be concerned about is a mesocycle because the mesocycle, all you should be thinking is, okay, I've done my testing week. Here's my program. I'm going to do that for five weeks and then I'm going to test again. And that's where your mind is at. That's it. Once you get through the first couple of mesocycles, you'll come, uh, because all mesocycles when you start in the progressions program, actually in the foundations program and when you start in the progressions program, are what we call accumulation training. The idea is that you accumulate reps, accumulate fatigue, accumulate experience in a movement, meaning that the weight is moderate. It's not a low weight. It's not a high weight. It's a moderate weight where it allows you to do multiple reps per set. For most people, we're looking at between the 8 and 15 repetition range. Why so great? If you're an absolute beginner, you're looking at more like the 12 to 15 rep range per set. If you're somebody that's more experienced, you're looking at more like the 8 and, to 12 And for rep. those beginners where you you, are, you have come into this program and suddenly you're learning, you know, 15, you know, 20 different movements, I think it's, um, you know, really like having the moderate weight makes obviously, you know, the process easier. But I think having 15 reps can sometimes be quite a lot of concentration when you're yeah. trying to focus on one particular thing, um, you know, or like there's 
12 different things in a deadlift that you have to be kind of mm -hmm. aware of to get a, a really good looking deadlift and um, until you've kind of got the practice and, and it's automatic, it, it, it takes a lot of focus to get it right. So I'd really recommend people chunking it down. Yeah, so if absolutely. you're doing if you're doing yeah. 12 reps, like start on the lower end of the rep range, so yep. you know, start yep. with 12 and do, um, you know, do four at a time. Like have a little pause, yeah, like do don't, four, don't put the weight down. Yeah, yep. four, stop for a sec, reset mentally and then yep. go again. Four again, yeah. Yep. Yep. And Because if you just, punch them out and you're doing them, you know, yeah. you're not thinking about tempo and you're just going as fast as you can. Yeah, like I guarantee the last few will look, you know, probably the last half of them will look really yeah. sloppy. Yeah. And I'd recommend recording yourself and really being quite like, yeah. you know, uh, strict with that and saying like, do my f do my last four look the same as my, you know, yeah, first four. Right. And if they and don't, then, you probably need less weight. Yeah. And yeah. if you've recorded them, why not put it up on the Facebook? Yeah, group? that's right. <laughs> so we can critique you and give you yeah, some positive you feedback. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I'd say is that to add to that, when you're an absolute beginner, you only really need to do about three sets. Three sets is probably enough for an absolute beginner of one movement because um, there's a lot going on in the body and you get better at whatever you practice. And if you start practicing the wrong thing in the fourth and fifth set, you're going to get better at that and you're going to reinforce for some movement pattern that isn't isn't really good. For the more senior people that have got some experience in the gym, you can go for that eight to 12 rep range and you can go for the four to five sets as well. Like so we talk about eight to 12, but you're getting a little bit heavier. Yep. And then, yeah, yeah, that's right. When we say you do less reps, it's not an arbitrary number. It's not grab the same weight, but do yeah. less reps because we yeah. told you. The rep range dictates the weight. The idea is that within that rep range, you will come close to failure. Now failure, remember this is very important that you pay attention to what I'm about to say here. Failure does not mean when you can't lift the weight at any cost. That is not failure. Failure means the inability to do the rep with perfect technique. So it's well before you get to a point where you buckle under a barbell. Way before that, you would have stopped being able to do the reps with perfect technique. So make sure you understand that. It's the inability to do the rep with perfect technique. Um, yeah. So once you get those mesocycles um, going, so the first couple of phases are going to be accumulation. We're accumulating fatigue. We're, we're learning how to do the movements. We're making our muscles sore. We're building some lean muscle. Then after several mesocycles, it could be one, it could be three, depending on how much of a beginner you are or how senior you are, you'll move into doing the exact same mesocycles that we do at Unity Gym and they change. And at this point now, now you start not just being concerned about a mesocycle, you start being concerned about microcycles. Because in the current mesocycle that we're doing, for those of you in the UMS that I said at the start of this video that have been with us for a while, everyone at Unity Gym, this is an intensification mesocycle, which means the idea is to build strength, lift the weight, do hard progressions. So the microcycles actually change. So this week we're doing an accumulation microcycle, meaning for the whole week, from Monday to Friday, it's all from that eight to 15 rep range. But then the following four weeks, we're doing intensification microcycles, which actually means that each set is changing the amount of weight, but it's always below five reps, very heavy weight. If you're new to this, everything I said is gonna sound really confusing. Don't even worry about it, forget it. Forget I even said it. But all I was doing there, Craig, is trying to answer your question of what's a mesocycle? What does it mean? How does it work? Um, yeah, all of that. And I know there's some pretty, um, you know, advanced people who train in the gym and, and who are training in the online as well. And I think it's really important if you are like high performing and you're potentially, you know, doing competitions. Like we've got one member in here who I've been working with to try and help with their programming because she's trying out to, um, you know, be in the Australian uh, soccer team. So like her, it, it, it's a really good idea to have a good idea about how these different types of phases will, you know, affect your performance outside of the gym if you're trying to do something else. And, uh, you know, the timing that we do 
in the gym or online might be slightly like might not work ideally for someone who's like trying to perform at that level so with her we're tweaking when the deloads come in and when you know when she's working on strength and when she's working on power and so once you start to get a bit more comfortable with this or if you are really working towards like hey i have a um a big competition that means a lot to me but it's like right at the end of peak week like that's not going to be ideal for you and that's where it's a really good idea to post on here and or, or you know yeah like, and, yeah and absolutely and we help can help understand you. Yeah you know, how to, how to change up those little meter cycles for those individual sort of uh, mm -hmm. things. Yep. And I can tell you that it, it took me a long time to wrap my head around this, even as a professional trainer. Um, it's taken a lot of reading and a lot of, um, you know, extracurricular uh, education. And doing it. And doing it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. doing it. And it, it's the kind of like, if this, if this overwhelms you, good good that it overwhelms you because it means you're you're on the verge of learning something that is going to take you to the next level with your training yeah i think um, it's always so exciting being like hey like you know i've been trying something for so long and now there's this like whole nother world of stuff like in in the weeds you can get and you know like yeah. it kind of shows like oh i could get so much you know the results could be that much better if I was getting all this stuff right. Yeah. Like I think there's yeah. so much potential yeah. in that. So there's a uh, there's also a really good saying that I love that I think is relevant here is you know if you're the smartest person in the room you need to find a new room, and so if you're if you're in this group going, oh my God, this stuff is so full on, lucky you, you're in the right room. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you've got a lot to learn here and what's gonna happen for you over the next 12 months is going to be life-changing because this stuff will start to make sense to you. And when you come to Unity Gym and train with us, for those of you, we've had a bunch of UMS online members that when they come to Sydney, they come and train with us here. If you see our our senior students, the guys that have, the guys and girls that have been with us in Australia, we call everybody guys, it has no gender to it. Yeah. Um, the but the boys and girls that have been with us for uh, a year or two they can teach the class their their level like i see them coaching the beginners and i just walk away and go somewhere else because they're they're so knowledgeable in this stuff and you will be too if you stick around so yeah, yeah. and especially as you get more involved in the actual like <laughs> with this ums mastermind group like it's a mastermind because we're trying to bring in you know <clears throat> everyone's mind to make it collaborative like i'm doing a a course at the moment uh, by Seth Godin, who's a um, you know pretty famous sort of blogger and podcaster and writer. He's like put out so many books, and I'm in a I've you know paid a bunch of money to really up my game with podcasting. So I'm starting my own shows, and and you basically you know you get nothing from from Seth. You get put in this mastermind group where it's basically just people working together and figuring stuff out with the right amount of guidance. Yeah. And every sort of review from the whole program has said like, you know the thing I got most out of it was like collaborating with other people and learning by teaching and learning yeah. by, you yeah. know, seeing, getting different perspectives. So it's such a it's powerful so tool powerful. and the more you so lean powerful. into it, the more you'll get out of it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Use the group. Now, listen, Craig, your question was amazing. We didn't even get onto anybody's sub questions, but that's great because we've got topics for the week now. So tomorrow we're going to be answering uh, Alex Seabrook's question. I'd be interested to understand whether there are any key markers in strength flexibility or the ability to do certain exercises that indicate whether a person is ready to move on to the next phase or more difficult exercises. Great question. We'll answer that tomorrow. And also Brandon Kaelman's question. I'm digging into all the structural balance work and I'm wondering if there is a benchmarks of relative strength for a generalist mover to have for the most athletic and capable body possible for instance a double body weight back squat or deadlift or other body weight um prevent ratios for the test uh for the testing lifts great questions we're going to answer them tomorrow any one of you have any other questions put them in um yeah. it's uh and facebook group put on the if you're watching this later on on youtube now the videos are getting up there um put the comments in there and we'll get to it after the people in the ums yeah and um, as always you know if you're watching on youtube join the ums movement mastermind search yeah, for it 
on I'm Facebook. still waiting for that person to go on the podcast link at the bottom of the description of the podcast and to record click, a question. Record, record a question. <laughs> You're going to get a, a very question. special answer. So, someone's getting a prize. Yeah. I'm excited to find out who it's going to be. So <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, download one of our free blueprints uh, if you're watching from YouTube. And um, yeah, join the tribe, get amongst it. Thanks for watching today, everybody. Thanks for listening on the podcast. It's been a great show. This is a topic that Phil and I are very uh, passionate about, and I think we're going to have a good week of uh, shows coming up. Have a great day. Enjoy your training. Keep those questions coming in, and we'll see you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.